Yeah, 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 yeah. Peace, 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 everyone. It's your brother, man, from the motherland, coming to you guys live for the NY. Back with another one of that Repent or Die podcast. For those that don't know, I am your host, Jones, for the Bantu by blood, not by converge. You know, I'm out here to splurge, splurge with the what, with the word. When I give all praise and glory to the Father, Sunini, Nanini, the great I am that I am, only name given unto the children of Akobi. And it's only spoken one language, the Eclosa language, where you can see it in Daniel 5, verse 25, and Matthew's 40, excuse me, 27, verse 46. Round of applause. For those that's tuning in, I'm also, um, for the, those that's tuning in, listening to the audio, I'm also doing this on on the YouTube, so it's a live production as well. So, you know, I'll be all over the place, and, you know, I'm going to say it off the rip, my apologies for that, but, you know, you got to you gotta fit people's standards, because not everybody is, um, I guess... Not everybody is have the access to these um, podcast platforms, but everybody got access to YouTube. So you know what I'm saying. I try to you know fill the void for everybody, and make it as convenient as can be. But um, yeah, on today's episode, man, we gonna we gonna really have a good one. Um, it's gonna it's gonna shake some feathers, but you know before I do that. You know, I gotta give you the the temperature in the hood. The temperature in the hood is still still shady, still grimy. You know, that's that's the forecast in the neighborhood. Um, you know, again, you we're we're watching a lot of news reports being brought forth of people collapsing, people dying. Um, you know. Uh, I, I just seen a, a news article where they're saying that China's holding back on the numbers of death that's been happening within five weeks, which the death has totaled to over sixty thousand. Yeah, you know, and 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 so in these platforms, these media platforms, you know, they try to silence people like myself, and also try to silence the truth and try to make it seem, or should I say cover it up and make it seem like what's taking place is just a natural thing. And people is falling for that and believing it to be a natural thing in all reality, man. This joint, this joint is bad. <laughs> it's, 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 it's getting crazy. And here in New York, you know, they didn't even unleash the, the winner like that. You know, my my son um, separated his shoulder, so I took him to the hospital. And just being in there, going through the emergency room into the back door, you should have seen how much people that was there. You understand? And what, what they was feeding you in 2019 is really, really happening for real in 2023. In 2019, remember, they was feeding us. We didn't know what was going on. We just, we were just taken for what it was, for what we heard on the TVs. You feel me? 
So, oh, oh, the, the hospital's over, over packed. My mother was like, yes, it is, Junior, yes. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, ma, I, I hear you. But, you know, now it's really for these, you know what, but, you know, I don't want to make that a topic. I probably have to have a, I'm probably going to have to have a whole segment about that. But, um, yeah, and I can't even put it up on these platforms well not on this youtube like that because you know these heathens like i said you know they try to censor anything that goes against their narrative but anyway on today's episodes guys man listen i know you guys are are looking forward to monday monday is martin luther king's day and everybody's gonna take a uh what they call it an extra weekend off you know you know us in the hood you know we really don't care for nothing besides the fact that we get an extra day off right cool but um i wanna i wanna let you guys know that there's a reason why these individuals honor martin luther king and not Malcolm X and not um, you know um, Marcus Garvey and all of these dudes that really 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 wanted to uplift black people there's a reason why and it stems from this speech that was given on August on August let me get the date right 28 1963 a speech that was given to the world and with this speech was the beginning and the end for black unity black separations or should you say segregation it was the end for that and because of that you see what you see today in modern day time. So we're gonna talk about how this dream, this I have a dream speech became a nightmare for black people. Yes, I said it. This I have a dream speech became a nightmare for black people. See, when this speech came together, first of all, you gotta know who was the writers. Some of them, some people say Clarence Jones, but there was a lot of hands within this speech. In fact, this speech was also uh, uh, given in Booker T. Washington School. People, they don't tell you this. These, 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 these conversations, they, they, excuse me, these speech already happened, but they had to bring it to the main stage. And you're gonna realize that the Rockefellers had their hands within that speech, promoting it. You're gonna see that there was a lot of uh, uh, um, Zionist Jewish handlers outside of the Rockefellers within that speech, organizing it, setting it up, putting it together. And when it was all said and done, it was delivered. And it was delivered as a hope. But people don't understand that this delivery wasn't just a hope. 
It was a blueprint. It was the tool that was used for these people to invade your space, invade your community, invade your religious belief, invade everything that you deem black. These people use that speech as the founding father to the integration of the black civilization. And I know everybody's gonna say, wow, why would you say that? Look at the beauty that comes. I'm able to go into restaurants where it was once owned and was only for white folks. And now I get to go in there and eat seasonless chicken. I think I'm, I'm now able to go in there and drink bear and eat the defiled food that they eat you know we went from eating we went from just eating shrimp now we could have a boar's head with crab legs and pig's backs all on one sack courtesy of the sacrifice the hard work that Martin Luther King did for us now when this speech was correlated, you gotta understand something. And you know, I always have to give this reminder that we as black people, whether you wanna be called colored, you wanna be called a Negro, a Hegro, you know what I'm saying, melanated, we were sent here for servitude. Let me say that again. We were sent here for servitude. He was here to serve. We are still serving till this day. Okay? You understand that? Some of you guys fail to realize the fact that we were sent here for servitude because you have a servile job that's paying you good money that's allowed you to keep a roof on your head. I understand that. I get it. But you must always remember, you were sent here for servitude. America is not a nation, it's not a country. This is an organization, this is a corporation, okay? This is the land of possibilities. This is a capitalistic society, which means that whoever is in charge must stay in charge by capitalizing on people. That's why they turn America from once being a hardworking nation to a consumeristic society where now we can just buy, buy, buy. I want, I want, I want, I want. I don't want to do the work. I just want to receive. This is where it becomes. But I digress. Right? You must remember that we were sent here for servitude and that these people, you understand, will never want your best interests. And what they ever in their life ever bring forth something is always a agenda behind it. And that agenda is always, I repeat, is always to affect black and brown people. This is not a lie. This is the truth. It is always an agenda behind our 
demise. Anything that you see bring forth. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. They bring a new system, video game system. Just know that it's an agenda behind it. What's, what's the agenda behind video games? Video games is cordial, it's cool, it's fun. Yeah, it's called the stagnant tool. It's a tool that's gonna keep you stagnant, stop you from being productive, stop you from wanting to achieve and let your brain work to challenge, open up different particles of your mind to bring forth creativity, greatness that's gonna benefit you long term that can change the world so they gotta create these things this is why these stuff come annually they'll make the system and then they'll give you a game that comes annually and we all affected behind it even myself but i know i got control because i make sure i do the things that i need to do you understand i like to be home nothing out of these streets but that's a whole topic in itself right when this speech was put together this speech had an agenda this speech was the tool to use to infiltrate black civilization and because of this speech they was like sure sure yeah yeah you can come in you can, you can come in into my seasonless restaurant. You can come here. But just know that when you walk in here, you can't come in here being who you are. You must conform yourself unto me. You must fit my standards. And then when you fit their standards, they look they smile, they look at each other and say, oh, we got one. We, 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 we got this young man to become a full-fledged coon. And I, is, is what I'm saying is wrong? Absolutely not. Do I have issues with Europeans? Absolutely not. I don't have no issues. I don't have issues with the regular Billy Bob Thorntons. I don't have no issues with that. These people, I don't have no problem. My issues are with those that sit in their high seats who had an agenda behind this. When you realize who had these agenda and what was their purpose and what was their reasonings, these are the people that I have an issue with. Right? When you see who was behind the, the 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 infrastructure. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me let me let me pull this up. Let me pull this up for you guys. So let me share my screen. Let me share my screen, guys. Hold on. Okay. Okay. This is the I have a dream speech. We on Wikipedia. See, I don't, I don't go into the stuff that these people um, writes about. Um, you know, I really don't even want to read all of this. Actually, I just, I just want to click to the right. So for those that's on YouTube, when you go, for those that's on YouTube, you can see. But for those that's tuning into the audio, type in that I have a dream speech and click on the Wikipedia. When you go down. 
right? When you see speech title and the writing process, right? When you go down and you look to your right, and you look to your right, it's gonna say leaders of the March on Washington. Photograph in front of the statue of Abraham Lincoln on August 28, 1963. So they go from left from right. Okay, let me read this to you. You got you got Whitney Moore Young was an American civil rights leader, trained a social worker. He spent most of his career working to the end of employment discrimination in the United States and turning the National Urban League from relatively passive civil rights organization onto that aggressively. And you know, you gotta click on it for the rest. Then you got Cleveland, Washington. Cleveland Robinson, who was an openly gay civil rights leader. And I'm not gonna read about him, right? Then you got Philip, Philip Randolph, okay? Okay? That uh, was an American labor unionist and civil rights activist. In 1925, he organized, he organized and led the Brotherhood of Sleeping Car Sleeping Car Porters, the first successful African-American led labor union. Okay, this is his purpose. Then you got Martin Luther King, right? Everybody know who he is, right? Then you got Roy Walkins, was a prominent activist in the civil rights movement in the United States from the 1930s to the 1970s. Watkins' most notable role was that was his leadership of the National Association Achievement of Colored People, which you guys know as the NAACP, NAACP, right? Okay, so that's Roy Watkins, okay? So now, standing from right to left, you have Matthew H. Amaman was an American Catholic layman and civil rights activist. He was the leader of the Catholic Church involved involvement in the civil rights movement and in the 1960s founded and became the executive director of the National Catholic Council for interracial justice okay this is this you gotta pay attention these are the leaders right joe cam prinzi was a german-american rabbi who was outspoken against nazism and became a zionist leader as a young rabbi in berlin he was forced to confront the rise of nazism and eventually emigrated to um immigrated to the united states in 1937 right just pay attention to these people okay and you know you got john robert lewis we know who he is right eugene Carson Blake was an American Presbyterian church leader. Okay. Okay. And then you got Floyd. You got Floyd Baker McKissick. McKissick was an American lawyer, civil rights activist. He became the first African-American student at the University of North Carolina School of Law. In the 1966, he became a leader of the CORE, the Congress of Racial Equality. 
taking over from James Farmer, a, a supporter of black power, okay? And then you have Walter Phillips Realtor, was an American leader of organized labor and civil rights activists who built the United Automotive Workers, UAW, excuse me, into one of the most progressive labor unions in American history. He saw labor movements not as narrow special interest group, groups, but you know, you gotta click on it to see the rest. But these are the people that had your hands, that had their hands in our work, in, in this speech. So I showed you a Catholic, I showed you a Zionist, and I showed you a Presbyterian. Whatever religion that is. Never heard of that in my life, but hey, you know, when, when, when you create, when you create these, these false religions, you, you can continue creating it. But they all fall under one umbrella. Because even Martin Luther King, he was a Baptist pastor. All of these people. You got to go to the Zionist uh, um, theologian schools to be taught. You can't be nothing when I'm going through their schools, right? But I digress. Let me, let me, let me, let me read this. Let me let this play. And, you know, you guys can hear this. I'm going to mute my mic. So just tune in. Though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. That one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream. Yeah, so I have a dream. I, I don't want, you know, you can't play too much because you're going to be hit with a copyright claim and I don't want to hear none of that, right? It's bad enough I'm talking about this that goes against these heathens and their agenda. But the reason why I'm telling you guys that this dream, I have a dream, became a nightmare for black people because with this dream made, gave these people the green light to invade into your community. Into, let me say this. Let me say this. Integration only means infiltration. Let me say that again. Integration only means infiltration. And with this speech, it gave these other nations the green light to come into your community, set up shop. And we're doing this in the mix of Martin Luther King. He had a dream. We trying to fulfill this dream. Right? They, in, they come and engage into your community. They're buying up your community. They're infesting your community. 
with this dream, right? They also brought themselves into your community, which came with European customs. This is why today in 2023, your child has to learn about any curriculums that they feel fit for you to, for your children to learn. You know, once upon a time, let me and let me say this with segregation. Once upon a time, when children was in these segregated schools, these children was learning about black stuff. You know, black history. You know, we was talking about stuff in slavery. We was these children was being fed things was beneficial this is why you see when you look at history we was more successful then had more knowledge then than we do now we had the urge to fight and stand for something then than we do now see with this i have a dream it was it was a level of teaching colored men to be passive submissive calm patience follow the footsteps of martin luther king Look, he had rocks thrown at him, and he kept saying, "Non-violent, non-violent, non-violent, non-violent." Right? That's all they keep saying. That's all they kept saying. Right? And then we pick up on this pattern, and then we deem to believe that our way to make change is a protest. It's to march. He put his knees on George Floyd's neck, so we gotta march because that's what Martin would have did. And I ask, did, did this march achieve anything for us? Because now I'm looking at 2023, I don't see no more of mommy and daddy stores. I don't see no more of uncles and auntie stores. I don't see none of this no more. Everything now, especially in our community, is franchise-run organizations that has absolutely no ownership of black people in it. This is a fact. So these are the things that we're seeing now. Places like Circus City, Best Buy, and all of these organizations came and took over communities. And our people desire to go there instead of going to mommy and daddy stores. And when they go to mommy and daddy stores, they feel like because we're black, we're supposed to get a discount. But we'll go inside of these, go inside of these franchise stores and don't even question the price. Saying, yo, yo, $600, bro, you can't beat that. You go into the same $600 and you'll see the same TV or uh, any level of appliance inside your mommy and daddy stores and we'll see something like, yo, bro, come on, man, 600 bro, you wallet. So I only got 400 And because of things being so hard, sometimes we got to accept that. And now that the mommy and daddy stores is out the way, guess who's the, guess who's the new mommy and daddy stores? You got your A-Rabs now. You got your Arabs. You got you got you got you got Jewish um, um, companies, organizations that's in the in the center of the hood. I had to pick up. I had to pick up a package. Where do you think I'm picking this up at? I'm in the trenches of Notion. I'm in the trenches between Notion and I forgot the, the it's like a little cut street. But you gotta turn when you coming down Atlantic, you bust a quick right. Think it's Perry Street or something. I'm in the who 
big building in the hood. These dudes driving Teslas and all that. While dudes is on the corner getting high of drugs, which was also put in the community by these people. That 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 came along with the I have a dream speech. Because when we was governing our own, certain things we wasn't allowing. You know when you had the you, you know when you had the crackhead family, we shunned him away. Now we got organizations, we got we we got centers that could take these individuals, put them inside of put them inside of these so-called social service programs, and they're not trying to fix that person. They're trying to give this person a state of comfortability where he can find comfort and still continue to do his activities. Free 99, listen, here in New York City, they got a place in Harlem where you can just walk in there, like literally walk in there to get high off heroin. This is not, this is a fact. This is what the I Have a Dream speech has done unto our community. Now black people desire to be Europeans. We don't wanna be us. We don't wanna stand on us. Every year they gotta reprogram you, right? So every year you'll find colored people trying to find their own, going through their trials and tribulations, seeing the wickedness of these people, seeing another cop murder a black man, the demanding justice, demanding this, the whole shebang, right? And then out of nowhere, comes January, you get over the New Year's, you know, we did say five, four, three, two, one, the ball drop, and then we, now, we're, 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 we're trying to, how can I say this, trying to have a New Year's resolution, we try to be better this year than we did last year, this is the same thing we do all the time, right, and in that same process, they make sure that they give you this speech right here, then they, after this speech, they're gonna give you Black History Month, where they're only gonna talk about two people. This speech right here, <laughs> and Rosa Parks. Uh-huh, what's that for? Everybody move to the back of the bus. Uh-huh, eh uh-huh, yeah, yeah, that's it. And then they're gonna give you these athletes that's gonna say that Martin Luther King, his speech, that I had a dream speech is, is the reason why we're able to play basketball. Why we're able to go into restaurants and be amongst other people. And when you sit back, and when you sit back and you pay attention, you will understand that the only people that has been affected behind this speech has been black people. We're the only ones that have been affected. These heathens has never changed. I mean, yes, they did. You're right. They came in. Now, all of a sudden, they can listen to hip-hop. They can do whatever. They can do whatever they want now. Because they're your brothers. We have, a, we have a dream that everybody should be seen equal. We will never be equal. Because if we was equal, the economic poverty level would have been out of balance. It would have been the same amount of rich black people the same way they got rich white folks. Alton Muck shouldn't be the only billionaire that's able to do stuff. Black people should be able to do stuff too. 
racism, racism should be eradicated, but racism still to be here to this day. When I look into my neighborhood, the, the, the police that's running around, the D's that's hopping out of cars 10, 15 deep for three young black men usually don't look like me. Don't look like me. And they ride around mean mugging and just looking for somebody to bother. This is a game. This is what I have a dream speech has done to us. We, this I have a dream speech said, listen, you guys can take the keys of my life and direct my ways and allow me to just be a part of you guys. I just want to be accepted. I just want to be loved. I just want to be able to go into your clubs and go into your restaurants and eat seasonless chicken and be happy. Do things that you guys do. And when you and when you do and when you come into our stuff, we're gonna be we're gonna find it amazing. I remember when 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 these when these Europeans were finally learning how to dance. It was like, yo, remember that remember that remember that heathen girl in the Missy Elliott video? And we was like, yo, shorty know how to dance, word. And we was all excited. But then when we try to do when when we try to dance like them, they said, "Get out of here, nigga! You're not. You're, that's, you don't come over here." And now they owning everything. Hip hop is not owned by colored people no more. Hip hop creativity is not decided by black people no more. And if it's decided by black people, guess what that black man better do? He better make sure that he's pushing the European agenda. And a lot of times, and you see a lot of people taking their lives. A lot of people is losing their lives, being drugged out because of the wickedness that they see. Facts. And I, I, I can't wait to get uh, this Jack Wall Wright sister on the show so she can talk her talk. Oh yeah, we gonna, we gonna make it work. Right? But these are the things that's going on. This is what I have a dream speech has done unto us. It had allowed these people to integrate. Even me, being being in the social service, I I I, I come into these organizations, and when I and when I look up and I see the chairman, the CEOs, whatever you want to call these people, I realize they're never. Us, they don't, they're not us, but they all in our community. They're all giving support, but their support comes with policies that the workers gotta follow. You're not allowed, they, in one of the policies, you're not allowed to put your beliefs upon people. Mind you, this is a black man helping black people that we all know what we, what we talk about, but you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to force your belief. That's one of the policies, right? You're not allowed to force your beliefs. But yet these same policies, these same people will also look you in your face and say, well, the policy stands that you got to get situated in order to continue working. But I thought we was in an organization where we don't force people to do nothing. We just here to help. You see the contradiction and the foolishness and the wicked and evil? It's like 
We the only ones that gotta conform and comply to the foolishness. But these people come into our, into our environment and come with rules and regulations off the rip. This is what we doing, guys. This is what the speech has done. And now here we are, 2023, nothing has been achieved. The only thing that's been achieved is the demise of the black man, the black woman. These people have integrated, excuse me, let me take that back. These people have infiltrated our culture, our livelihood. They have integrated, let me rephrase that. They have infiltrated our ways of relationships, have changed the viewpoints of thoughts between, our, between a man and a woman, give women options, give men speculations, or uh, what's, that, what's that word called? When it comes to me, I'll tell you. <laughs> women gets options. Men, you don't get that. You get, this is what it is and that's it. This is what these people have done. And it's only going to get worse. I mean, if you guys don't see it now, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. If you guys don't see the state that we are in as black people, I don't know what to tell you. If you don't see that I was just listening to Anina Baker and just listening to how beautiful the music was, to the music that we're listening to now. How these people has integrated, no, 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 excuse me. They infiltrated your music and turned R&B, which used to be rhythm and, rhythm and blues, to rocks and blunts. So now, your best R&B singer is a crackhead. Your favorite rapper is a talent is a tattle-telling, drug-using, aka gangster slash drug lord. The watch out for these Rico laws. Oh, oh. Am I lying? Rockets and blunts, baby. They, they didn't change rock and roll. Oh no. They just, everything about us, they, they changed it. We got, now we got rock hip hop. I, I, don't, I don't know what that is. Everybody's the future running around calling them this, uh, future Hendrix. Everybody just want to be crackheads now. This is what it is. This is where we at. Who pushed this narrative? Who's promoting that? Oh, it's something new. No, they're talking about taking drugs. Yeah, push that, push that. Now we got a new wave that's out called Drill the Kill, run around with the steel, get locked up and be eager to squeal. Hey, 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 rocks and blunts, okay? Listen, hip hop should be named to the drug spot, okay? That's, this is rap now. We don't listen to hip hop no more. We listening to the drug spot. Go into your car, it feels like you're about to you're, you're heading to the trap house to go get some crack. But I leave it as that. 
this is what this is what that I have a dream has done. It has integrated, no, it has infiltrated your everyday life. It's so bad now black people don't even want to be black no more. Black men, listen, I'm I, I'm fighting with black people to prove to black people that you're black and not Europeans. And we I listen, I'm in a whole conversation every day. I feel like I'm like, why am I defending being black? What what is it about a European that you want to be? You know why? Because you've been programmed to believe that if it's not that way, it's no other way. Being black is whack. Girls, girls born beautiful want to bleach their skin because they, they want to feel loved. So being black, you get no love? No, changing your skin color makes you a dub. Now, I don't want mind them change their skin color. Their knuckles be still black. Their hands, I'm, I'm looking like, I be going to these restaurants and I'm signing because you know, you use your card and they'll pull out the receipt for you to sign. I'm looking at her hand, I look at her face and, and she could just look at me, I'm just like, yo, for real? This is, this is, this is what the I have a dream speech has done to our people. This is what it has done. I have a dream told a black man that Martin had a dream that you can be accepted that we, the slave owner and the slave can sit down on the table in brotherhood. Oh yeah, you could, yeah, you could sit at the table, but you can't come sit at this table looking like a slave. You gotta conform to us. And we take away the badge of honor. I would never forget. I would never forget why I would sit here. When I hear Martin Luther King say a nation, I say, what nation? America is not a nation. America is an organization. This is not a nation. This is not a nation. This is an organization. This is an organization where a whole bunch of people from all across the world can come here and take advantage of you, black man. Prescribe you the drugs, try new things upon you, black man. This is what America is. This is a capitalistic society. These people come from China, come from Iraq, come from Iran, come from Syria, come from Israel, come from all these places and set up shop in your neighborhood, in your community. Matter of fact, not only do they set up shop, they say, you know what? I'm tired of this place looking black. We 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 need some we 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 need some UN lookalikes. We need some interracial stuff going on here. So now they 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 buy off your house. Things that your great great grandparents work hard to achieve, you're selling it for a piece of paper. They then break this, they give, they get they say they say your house going for foreclosure. When they go, they they listen, these people pay attention to the market. They know whose houses is 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 behind on rent, mortgage, whatever. And they come with you with an offer that you just can't refuse. That you pay it. They 
move you out. They give you just enough. You, they don't give you enough to sustain and be productive and achieve and, and you know, get involved into the business. You know, real estate and, you know, you got enough money to buy a house and buy another house and put it down. But no, 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 no. They just give you enough because after New York taxes and everything that you owe, you're probably left with one third, if not lower than that, of the value of your house. Then these people buy it off, put a big old building that can hold at least 15 to 20 units, even more, and charge people two, $2,000 or $3,000 a month. And they're getting that every month. And that now property that you gave up is making roughly, let's say 1.5 annually. That's just one. Then they buy another one and another one. You should, oh, you should come to my neighborhood. You should come to my neighborhood. The whole, the whole of Flatbush is, is looking like Manhattan. Oh, they getting ready. Oh, they getting ready. I got a book called The Illuminati too. You guys should read it. Within that book, they'll tell you their agenda. They will tell you their agenda. You understand? They go to tell you their agenda. They said by 20, listen, even the dude, what's his name? Charles Schwab. He said by 2030, you Hegros, heathens, and the heathenites shall own nothing. You guys can't own nothing. Everything is going to be off subscriptions. They doing it now. I can order something right now. You can pay one-time fee or you can uh, subscribe for a subscription. It's going to be cheaper, but every month they're going to take that same amount of money out your bank account. This is what they doing. This is what all this foo-foo is for. All of these medical procedures, mandates, necessary. This is what it's for. But I digress. I don't know what I'm talking I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the one that's out here wilding, right? Cool. But I say that to say this, man. The worst thing that ever happened to us, that I have a dream speech, was a nightmare for black people. We haven't recovered. I don't think we can ever recover. I think these people have brainwashed us so severe that listening to something like this will be me, will be deemed as me hating. And it's not me hating. I'm just trying to open the eyes and let colored people know what these people was telling us was a complete BS. Listen to your grandparents and their stories. They'll tell you how beautiful their community once was when it was just black people. You know, you would come out your house and you could see your neighbor and say, hey, sir, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Your child was acting up. The community disciplined that young man. And then got home and got disciplined again for allowing the community to discipline. This is what we came from. But the I Have a Dream speech then now told us, hey, you should not put your hands on a child. You should talk to them. That is, that is child abuse. And you can go to jail and your child can be taken away. 
pay attention to the laws that was put into play after that speech. Pay attention to the laws. If you think that I'm lying and I'm just I'm just speaking out of my behind and I don't know what I'm talking, I I'm just an ignorant colored man or black man, whatever. If you're thinking that I'm lying, just look it up. Look it up. Look up all the laws that was put into play after 1963. And look who is affecting. Who's still being symbolized? Sexualized, desensitized. Ooh, it's only us. And it started with this speech right here. I have a dream that became a nightmare to black people. I mean, after that, guys, I don't know what to tell you. I played it for you. These are the things that these people use. And when you pay attention, you notice that the Europeans get excited and want to show love for Martin Luther King's Day. Get excited. <laughs> you know why? Because in their mind, they're like silly rabbits, tricks are for kids. And your land, I need that. I'm taking this, I'm taking that, I'm taking whatever I want. And I'm going to do it in the mix of unity interracial integration that's what i'm gonna do it as but you can't even you can't even go into their neighborhoods go into their neighborhoods try to buy a house i'm telling you this is everything that i'm telling you was facts we did we 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 did the studies we did the we we, we did the the hypothesis we did the theory hey let's see if we could buy this house right here in this neighborhood oh yo this right here, oh, it's roughly $7 million. Knowing that we can't afford that. Yo, 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 call Billy, man. Ask Billy to see what they can do. You know, Billy, Billy comes over, say, hey man, listen, I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a newlywed Caucasian man. I'm from such and such. I'm, I wanna move to New York. I wanna buy this property. How much you could? Oh, for you? is a wonderful thing the owner he's willing to give it up for 750,000 this is a fact this is a fact but they'll come into your neighborhood and say listen man I give you 200,000 for y'all for this whole for this whole house right now you know you need it because 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 the daddy and mommy stores they can't sustain they can't compete with these franchises that's getting money you know getting funds and investments shoved down these corporations intentionally so they can stand strong while the, while mommy and daddy stores are struggling to make ends meet mommy and daddy stores gotta gotta go for sale mommy and daddy stores gotta 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 give up gotta give up that 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 spot that slot and who comes here comes another franchise put money put millions of dollars in 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 this franchise into this location so it can be the remaining place after everything is gone and if they don't and if it's not a franchise 
is going to be an Arab that's going to come or it's going to be a Chinaman that's going to come all through your community all in the midst of I have a dream speech but I'm going to leave it as that so when, when you guys hear this I have a dream speech it's a dream it was a dream come true for them and it was a nightmare for me and you it's a brother man from the motherland I came to you guys live from the NY <laughs> listen Nice 